Karen tries to arrest my seven-year-old sister for taking out the garbage. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell icon for notifications. This happened today while me, 20-year-old female, my mom, 39, and two sisters, 14 and 7, were cleaning out our yard. For context, we live in a smaller, older-looking house on a relatively gentrified street with a lot of small to medium but high-end apartment buildings. It's still the same neighborhood despite them being three- to five-story buildings with underground parking. So we have two big metal dumpsters in the neighborhood, one at the start of the neighborhood and one near the end. We live near the middle of the neighborhood, so my mom decided to just request a private bin from the government to place outside our own gate. As to not have to walk too much to throw away our trash when we're busy. Well, let's just say that after five years of rough treatment from the government waste collection company, it gave its last service and we had to request a replacement which will take a few days. In the meantime, we had to take turns walking to the dumpsters on either side to throw out our trash. It's never a problem and shouldn't be because it's all of our taxes that pay for waste collection anyway. My mom sent both of my sisters to throw a bag of yard cuttings to any of the dumpsters and they decided decided to go to the one near the start of the neighborhood for once. It's alright, my mom says okay and stays near the gate to keep an eye on them while I continue to clean the porch. A few minutes later I can hear my mom start yelling, then running in the direction that my sisters went in, and I nearly died thinking something horrible happened so I followed her. At the start of the neighborhood were my sisters, near the dumpster that was off to the side of the building, and a woman was full on screaming at them from her second floor balcony with her husband just watching from the sliding door. I couldn't hear what the woman was saying as of yet, but I did hear when my mom started tearing the lady a new one in front of my sisters when she got there. My mom is a bit of a hothead, and while I am too, she tends to make irrational decisions more, and her English begins to slip up. English is her second language, which makes it hard for her to get her point across or be understood. So as usual, I walk up and take over and tell her to calm down while I deal with the Karen. My mom pulled my sisters back to the other side of the road, and I looked up at the Karen on the second floor. Me. What in the world are you saying, ma'am? Lady, you can't throw trash there. I'm going to give you the trash collection bill. Me. Ma'am, this is a public neighborhood dumpster. Lady, I pay to live in this neighborhood and for this trash collection. You can't throw your garbage in there unless you pay for it to be picked up. At this point, I'm utterly confused on whether she's stupid or didn't see the big fat government stamp painted on the side of all the dumpsters. Me. Ma'am, we live in this neighborhood too. She then makes the mistake of ignoring me and looking towards my sisters at the other side of the street and begins to yell her head off. Lady. Both of you take the trash you threw out out of the dumpster. Now. Now or I'm calling the police. My sisters are 7 and 14. She wanted to call the police on them, which immediately set my mom off again. I was quite irritated. Mom, shut up. I'm their mother. Talk to me or you haul your butt back into your apartment. Me, ma'am, go home. But this lady is just absolutely screaming and pulls out her cell phone, repeating that she's going to call the police and make us pay for trash collection. I immediately lost my patience. Me, call them then. Get it over with. Call them and tell them that you want to arrest a 14-year-old and a 7-year-old for throwing trash in the dumpster. The lady seemed taken aback, but began directing this at me again. Lady, I'll have them lock you all up. You're polluting the neighborhood and dumping trash when you don't pay for this service. Take the trash out of the dumpster before I come break all your faces. Me, you don't pay the waste collection company either. Call the police and tell them all of this. Do it before I do. That made the husband finally step in and he pulled her back into the apartment while she was still screaming. He came outside by himself while we heard crashing and slamming inside the apartment. 
Husband, you don't have to take the trash back out of the dumpster. Just don't do it again. That made me even more irritated, but I took a few deep breaths. Me, why can't I throw trash here in the public neighborhood dumpsters funded by my tax dollars, just the same as it's funded by yours? The man had the audacity to snort and shake his head. Man, I know about your people, sweetheart. Don't lie to us. It then clicked on what the heck both of them were insinuating. Me, you piece of absolute crap. Do not pretend to know anything about me or my family whatsoever. Keep in mind that this is at like 10 a.m. on a Monday and the street was not empty. So the few people going about their business had been stunned by the argument and a neighbor had already called the police about a public disturbance. The police drive a huge expensive Ford truck that they spent all their money on to get because of course they did, this being a developing country and all. And boy, did that whole story that me, my family, the crazy Karen and her husband and a few neighbors had to recount not go well for the crazy Karen, especially when they had to step into the apartment building manager's office to review the security footage, which made it go even worse for the crazy Karen and husband because the apartment manager was appalled and didn't say a single word to anyone other than the police until she slipped aside and called the owner of the building. Let's just say that my 14 and 7 year old sisters did not end up taking an air conditioner ride in the back seat of the police Ford to the station to be charged with threats against a minor in public disturbance. And neither did they get an immediate eviction notice for breaking of their lease agreement while their wife went off to solidify her criminal record screaming at police officers. People really be crazy nowadays. So, am I the jerk? I really can't believe someone would get this angry about something like this when it's just two kids throwing out some trash. Surely you have better things that can occupy your time than yelling at a couple of kids just trying to clean up. It's people like this that are really angry about something else entirely and end up taking it out on other people over very small things just because they feel they have some sort of power over them. In this case, because they were kids and she was older, she felt she had authority to yell at these children. But that's fine because I guess things didn't quite go the way that she planned anyway. A happy end to the story at least because now no one in that neighborhood has to deal with these people since they've been evicted. Before we jump into the next one, if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Karen Couple Downstairs doesn't know how to deal with a crying baby. So just for some context, me, 27 female, and my partner, 27 male, have an 18-month-old daughter. We live in a top floor flat in the south of England and have lived here for three and a half years. Our previous neighbors below me moved out about five or six months ago and we now have new neighbors. They're a couple in their early to mid-twenties, I'd say for the purpose of the story, I'll call them John and Jane. We had seen them a few times in passing on the stairwell and they seemed nice enough. A month or so ago, Jane knocked on the door and asked if it's possible that we could keep the noise down to a minimum as she works from home and can hear sounds in her living room and is trying to work. I told her I would do my best to accommodate her, however, I have a toddler that doesn't understand how to be quiet, really, and so that may not always be possible. She seemed okay with that answer and went back downstairs. I've begun to place thick blankets on the floor in the living room in her bedroom to hopefully mitigate the sounds, and until recently, I thought it was fine. Well, recently, my daughter has been sick with a chest infection, and it's been a really rough time while she gets better. Last week, John came up and knocked on the door and began to complain about the noise again. I informed him that I've been trying my best to keep the noise down, while she's playing, but there's only so much I can do. He then proceeds to tell me that that's not the issue, but my daughter crying is. I told him that I'm really sorry, but she's been unwell and I can't stop her from crying when she's not feeling well. 
I explained that it's not something I can control and I'm doing what I can because she's just not sleeping. He wasn't happy with the answer I gave him and started going off on a tirade of really horrible things, calling me all the names under the sun and saying that I must be a bad parent if I can't comfort her enough for her to stop crying. I lost it and told him that I refuse to be spoken to that way and that I have been more than accommodating to him and Jane when it comes to my daughter playing and that I'm sorry that I can't control when my daughter cries, that I'm doing the best I can and I also wish I was getting more rest. I then proceeded to call him a few more colorful names myself and slammed the door in his face. My partner was at work so I called a friend of mine who said that although he agreed with me, I shouldn't have slammed the door in his face and should have tried to be more respectful of him and that I should knock downstairs and apologize to him. So Reddit, am I the jerk? This one's a little bit more of a gray area, but ultimately I have to say, no, you're not the jerk. At the end of the day, sometimes we don't realize how much what we're doing in our apartment might affect someone else living next door and how much they might be hearing. The interaction with the wife seemed perfectly okay and respectful. The husband, however, seemed perhaps a little irritated from lack of sleep and could have gone about this a much better way. But like the lady said, at the end of the day, she was doing everything she could to try and accommodate her neighbors, and I feel that's what's important, is that she was putting in the effort to try and be courteous to them. The husband did not seem to have the same intention. I refuse to invite my stepdad to Christmas unless he apologizes for calling me a useless B-word over Pepsi bottles. I know this whole situation sounds stupid, but bear with me. I, female in my 20s, am hosting Christmas this year with my husband, male in his 20s. My parents split up when I was around 5 years old. My dad is pretty much out of the picture. When I was 16, my mom, in her 50s, met my stepdad, Tom, in his 60s. They met online and got married after only knowing each other for 3 months. Teenage angst was probably at play, but I never really liked Tom, and at the time, I thought my mom was ridiculous for marrying someone she only knew for such a short time. Anyways, a few days ago my mom invited me over. I helped her put away some shopping when I got there. There were some small bottles of Pepsi that I forgot to put in the fridge so they were just sitting on the counter. A couple hours later Tom gets home from work and he sees the Pepsi bottles on the counter and he starts flipping out. He goes on about how he can't drink room temperature Pepsi and that they should be in the fridge. I told him it was me and that I just forgot to put them in the fridge and apologized. Apparently that wasn't good enough and Tom went off about how stupid it was to not put them in the fridge and that I have no common sense. I sarcastically told him that this is a disaster and however will he recover from this. Tom called me a useless B-word. I decided to just leave and later I texted my mom and Tom and told them that unless he genuinely apologizes for calling me a B-word and being so rude to me over Pepsi bottles, Tom's not invited to Christmas anymore. My mom sends me paragraph after paragraph making excuses for Tom and saying that I'm being unfair. She said that I'm making her choose between me and Tom and that I'm unfairly putting her in a difficult position and accused me of punishing her for a situation she didn't cause. I told her that I don't care and that no apology means no invite for Tom, and that I don't want him attending if he can't apologize for his actions. She said I'm being petty and acting like a child with birthday party invites and said I'm being a Scrooge. She keeps sending me pictures of Scrooge and the Grinch and saying, that's you. I really don't know if I'm actually being petty or going too far. So am I the jerk? Again, I'm going to have to go with a no on this one. At the end of the day, what her stepfather said was incredibly disrespectful and completely unnecessary. And if this is the behavior that her mother has to deal with on a regular basis, I worry for her as well. The fact that she's so quick and aggressive to defend his behavior would kind of lead me to believe that this is a regular occurrence for her. Either way, I have to say good on you for standing up for yourself, and I hope your mom can stand up for herself a little bit more too if this is what she has to deal with. My dad and stepmom tried to force us to watch their wedding video. 
I'm a 14-year-old female and my brother is a 10-year-old male. Our dad has been with Carol for close to two years and they got married in early November. Carol hates us, especially me. She calls me a problem child and is always picking at me and being rude to me. She constantly compares us to her daughters, constantly picks fights, and tries to parent my brother and I. She yells and calls us names when we have to go over. If one of her daughters does something to us, like taking our stuff, she just brushes it off and laughs. And our dad just lets it happen. We have no choice but to see him four times a month because of he and our mom's court agreement. But we hate it there and we hate Carol. So we didn't go to their wedding. Even though dad was super peeved and fought with us about it for two months after we told him we weren't going. So we skipped the wedding. Last Sunday, he picked us up like usual and drove us to his house. I noticed right away they were in a better mood than they've been lately. Carol was blabbing at us about their honeymoon in Florida. When we got to the house, dad announced that they had something to show us and for us to go and sit in the living room while he got it. Me and my brother went and sat down, but we both had a bad feeling. The girls were nowhere around, which was weird. Carol came to sit on the other couch and she was just staring at us, looking like she'd won something. And my dad comes in with a Blu-ray disc and puts it into the player and sits with Carol. And Carol says in this fake happy voice, this is since the two of you missed it. You can see what you missed. It started playing and we realized it was a video of their wedding day. A few seconds in, it was edited to a clip of them saying I do and kissing. My brother saw this and started to cry and I just got so mad. We hate Carol and that's why we didn't go in the first place. She was going to force us to look at it now. So I grabbed my brother's hand and pulled him up off the couch and said we weren't going to watch this. Carol sneered and said we had no choice. I told her she'd never be in charge of us no matter how much she wished she was and told my dad we were leaving. I admit I shouted this part. She told me to stop being a little B word and I shouted back that she's being a big fat B word who should know better. Rude, I know. She shouted at my dad, are you just going to let her talk to me like that? And dad just kind of laughed and said he wasn't going to deal with this and went to his room and locked the door. I took my brother to get his stuff on, grabbed my bag and left with Carol screaming at me most of the time. I don't know most of what she was saying. It was too loud and screamy. I started walking with my brother down the side of the road and called mom on my cell to come get us. We walked about 10 minutes before she met us on the road. Dad is mad at me. Carol's peeved, but I don't care. Mom is upset only because she thinks I shouldn't have walked my brother along the road. If I'm the jerk, it's all right. Once again, we have a not a jerk. I think at this point, it's pretty clear stepmom's being quite petty and is fully aware of how she's making her and her brother feel. I understand perhaps wanting to feel accepted or something like that, but you have to earn something like that with good behavior, not forcing it on someone. This feels like she's aggressively trying to show off that their father was taken away from them by her and belongs to her now. And I think dad, if he wants any kind of continued relationship with his children, should tell the new stepmom that she cannot be treating his kids that way. Just because they're not hers doesn't mean they're not his anymore. I responded to my father's request for a relationship with a detailed PowerPoint on why he will never be forgiven. If I'm the jerk here, I'll own it. I'm not sorry, but it would be good to know because the rest of my family thinks this went too far. My 24-year-old mom died when I was 7 from leukemia. I have very few memories of her from before she was sick and I didn't get to spend a lot of time with her in her last year, but she was an artist. And until she couldn't anymore, she would make me little collages when she was in the hospital with drawings and photos and messages for me. My grandmother 
put them all in a book for me after she died. I wanted to be like my mom and my counselor thought it would help. So I started a journal where I would do kind of a similar thing. And I've done at least one page a week all these years ever since my mom died. More when I miss her or have something hard going on. So I have kind of a unique record of my mental state over the last 16 years. My father remarried when I was nine. My stepmother really leaned hard into the I'm your mom now and my father didn't stop her. It improved when they had my half brother because she basically forgot about me then. Unfortunately, he got cancer when he was three and I pretty much ceased to exist for my father. He was either working or gone with my brother and I spent all my teen years mostly at home alone or with my grandparents. The mantra was that my brother needed to be the focus because he might die. So I needed to not be selfish since I was healthy. I stopped trying to talk to him when I was 16 and it was a dark time. I moved out when I was 18 and cut them off completely. My grandparents let me know that my brother died a couple years ago but respected my desire to remain non-contact with my father. He recently reached out to them because he wants to see me and talk. I went through my old journals and made him a PowerPoint with images of the entries where I had talked about being frustrated and feeling abandoned and unwanted. Some with literal quotes of things my dad had said to me during arguments. Even the really dark stuff from when I was seriously depressed. Then I ended it with a photo of one of my mom's collages where she had written, remember that your dad and I are always here for you. And I wrote, you failed, go away underneath. I felt like him being able to see it from my literal perspective would communicate why I don't want him back better than I could. Evidently it worked, but a little too well because I've been bombarded by family telling me that it's understandable that I don't want to see him, but what I sent gutted him, and he's completely fallen apart after reading through it, and it was unnecessarily cruel. Maybe it was. I know from my bar that it is kind of weird sometimes, but am I the jerk? Here we have another more difficult one. Yes, father did wrong in the beginning. There should have been more attention towards all the children. You can't neglect a child because of another one's situation. However, this has been a long time now and people grow and people do change. Despite what some may think, no matter how old someone might be, they can come to regret their past actions and want to make amends. I can understand not wanting to accept that, but instead of trying to hear what he might have to say, we immediately jump to trying to emotionally damage him. That is all this was at the end of the day. It could have been done in many different forms and as the poster said, they weren't quite sure how to communicate how they were feeling. But I'm sure they knew that this would hurt. I understand wanting to hurt them for what they'd done to you, but at least now that you've gotten that out of the way, maybe try and hear their side, and then decide what you want to do from there. I think my husband should give me the jewelry he inherited from his grandmother. I, 32-year-old female, have been with my husband, 33-year-old male, for seven years. During this time, we've been fairly close. We don't have any kids, since I'm not a big fan of them, but he's always taken good care of me. Two weeks ago, his grandmother died peacefully in her sleep. We were both very close with her, me especially. My family-in-law haven't been very accepting of me, and she was the only one who really took the care to know me better. We had similar tastes in fashion, jewelry, and makeup, and we really bonded discussing different products products. Naturally, my husband and I were both very upset when we heard the news. However, I think her funeral helped us both get the closure we needed. Now, here comes the part where I think I might have been the jerk. In his grandmother's will, she gave him all her jewelry and me nothing. We were both quite surprised by this, as what would he have to do with jewelry? He said it would probably be because they had fun dressing up in it when he was a kid, but I was a little skeptical of this, as what use would he have for it as a fully grown adult? I told him he should just give it to me, as I would probably use it more anyway, and if it was his, 
it would just be put somewhere gathering dust. He told me that wasn't what he wanted and he wanted it for nostalgia purposes. I thought that was ridiculous and I told him as much. He then got very upset with me saying this was the only thing he got in the will and he wanted to keep it for himself. He then said that I was being insensitive and I should just let him have the jewelry. I left it at that in the moment, but later I told him I thought he was being selfish and inconsiderate of my needs. He's been cold with me ever since and I've been doing the same. I think he should at least apologize to me for being so greedy as he wouldn't even let me have one necklace. So am I the jerk? I don't think I am because I'm just being rational, but I'm always open to other options. So for today, it looks like we are ending on a jerk. Regardless of your great relationship with his grandmother, she did not leave you anything in the will. She left it to him. If you were so close that she really wanted to leave you something, she would have. In this instance, she felt that what she had should be divided in the way that she saw fit. She chose to leave these items to her grandson, not to you. They have sentimental value to him, and you're not acknowledging that. You're actually being very greedy yourself because you just think it's nice and shiny shiny and want to wear it, whereas this actually has very special personal meaning to your husband, and there's no acknowledgement of that in your actions at all. We're definitely ending on a jerk here. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell icon to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like I Am The Jerk, give I Am The Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked to the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, also linked in the description. Either way, thanks a lot for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.